Now breathe in and out. One. Two. and welcome to another episode of stoned and social i'm natalie and with me i've got crystal what's up crystal what's up nat what's up guys so if you are just joining us we get stoned and then we get social and this week i am stoned on some amazing hard candies called jolly gems by wildfire botanicals and i actually got these from a local pop-up who i've linked up with called district relief and these babies are i love them they're like 15 milligrams but um i like i like what they do i like how they make me feel (laughs) i like what they do (laughs) that's good (laughs) do they have a good flavor to them yeah that's like i keep meaning to just eat half but because they're so good i end up eating the whole thing yeah very (laughs) very dangerous what about you what do you have today uh the weed i'm doing today is I finally made the decision as a bud tender. I should probably tell you guys more about what I'm smoking. So yes. it's it's called Mac, and it's a 50-50 hybrid, and it's pretty low in THC percentage. It's only 11 to maybe 13%. So it's nice to smoke, like, during the day. I get a little high, carries me through for about an hour, and then I have to take another hit. But it's really hard to get, like, ripped off of Mac, which... I kind of like because I have shit to do. You know, I'm a mom. I can't be fucking ripped all day, but I can be a little high, you know. <laughs> you can always be a little stoned. I, I like it. Yeah. These these candies, I have to be careful. These are about four four to five hours worth of high if I do them. So um, <laughs> don't make plans for the day. <laughs> so after this, I don't have shit to do. Um <laughs> Today's episode is one that I am stupid excited for because it is my absolute favorite holiday in the whole world. It is Halloween. It is coming up. It is annually on October 31st. A lot of people around the world celebrate it, but I think in classic American faction, we have just kind of up the ante on this. If you were born under a rock and you don't know what Halloween is, it's the day where lots of people dress up in costumes. You go to Halloween parties, you carve pumpkins, you go to bonfires or trick-or-treating, and you just generally get crazy because it's freaking Halloween. I love Halloween. I love Halloween, too. I actually have a Halloween party to go to on Saturday. Jealous. I'm so excited because it's it's the people I make videos with, so it's like Ooh. we're all in quarantine type stuff together. It's your bubble. I know. I'm so excited. I'm going to be a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> nice i know i love it i don't know what i'm being this year i'm still i'm still deciding um but let's let's get right into the meat of halloween i know there's a lot of different theories about the origin of halloween but you've got some information on the history of halloween right i do i did a little bit of research and i was honestly surprised at the findings halloween date back dates back like 2,000 years uh, Mm -hmm. to a Celtic 
festival of Samhain. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, but the festival celebrated the new year on November 1st. So Celts believe that on the night before the new year, ghosts of the dead returned to earth and, you know, people fucking partied on October 31st. They'd light fires and dress in animal costumes and tell fortunes. And eventually time passes and churches come into play and they turned this day into a religious holiday, which they called All Saints Day. You would know it as All Hallows. Which we all know October 31st is All Hallows Eve. So now what we Mm -hmm. call Halloween. Hmm. Okay. So basically, like, organized religion messed up the partying. I mean, isn't that how it always happens? (laughs) I just wanted to make sure they hadn't changed their whole gimmick in this. Fucking thousands of years. (laughs) Thousands of years of being like, are you having fun? Stop it. (laughs) No fun, yeah. no laughter, no joy. If you're religious, I'm sorry. I don't mean yeah. towards you. It's it's never mind. Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah, I'm I'm not discriminating. I'm talking about all organized religions. Like they oh, yeah. just sound very restricting. I want you know, I know the Rastafarian thing is the whole thing, but I, I just want the religion that's like, you know what? Smoke some weed, be fucking kind. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that wouldn't even fall under religion anymore. It would just be <laughs> what we are is just spiritual. That's what it is. You know? Yeah. Now we're taking yeah. spirituality and shoving it right into talks about Halloween. <laughs> yes. That's yes. what we do. <laughs> well, I know that Halloween was celebrated all over the freaking world. It was the Egyptians were doing some stuff with Halloween. Uh, the Europeans were. Um, I know that when it came to america it was really limited in the colonial new england because like you said protestant and christian beliefs Mm. all that was like how dare you dress up in a sexy nurse costume no um (laughs) i did that one year i did i have fucking pictures of it i was hot and i met at the party guy across the room dressed as a doctor we're the only nurse and doctor at the whole party turns out it was my it was my buddy Chucky, and it was just a <laughs> Damn. Damn. We still have a good time, though. Anyway, back to celebrations of Halloween and colonial New England. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so Americans did what we always do. We stole the idea of Halloween, and then we bastardized <laughs> it to suit our needs. And gone so were the days... No, no. Like, I need to be real with my country. I feel you. You, I feel you. You may have everyone else fooled America. Wait, no, you don't. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. This is This is just right, and you know it. So we bastardized it, and we got rid of all of the, like, sharing of the stories of the dead and telling fortunes and singing dancing that kind of that kind of moved away because by the middle of the 19th century it was just about celebrating autumn right and right harvest shit which we don't really <laughs> we don't really celebrate the harvest now we're just like what does whole foods have in yeah. for vegetables okay sweet potatoes this whole holiday has just evolved so much especially since it's come to america so like it was it was generally the same for thousands of years and then it came to america and we were like fuck that let's change it every 20 years to make it something different <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's what i'm feeling right now (laughs) well you said there was something before when you were researching you mentioned the irish had something to do with like halloween over here so this is my favorite part because i am irish 
I'm Scottish and Irish. So in the mid-1800s, the potato famine hit. So America had like an influx of Irish immigrants. And they're the same fucking people that have been celebrating these traditions for thousands of years. The same families. So they come to America and they continue celebrating. And (laughs) Americans were like, that's fucking wrecked. Let's do that. And that's how that happened. So really, we kind of have the Irish to thank for bringing that over in the 1850s. Because without that, I don't know if it would have exploded the way that it did over the years. I just want to make sure I'm understanding this right. So basically, in Ireland, there was a potato famine. And the Irish were like, you know what? Fuck this. Let's go to somewhere else that has fucking potatoes. So No. Okay. So I haven't even done research on this in a long time. So don't quote me because I used to make fun of the fucking potato famine too. Like, oh my God, we don't have any potatoes. No, that's, that's not what happened. At, they call it the potato famine because think about if like your biggest export, like the thing that you make money off of, the thing that everybody in your country can eat for cheap because it's, it's right there. Think about if all of those crops fucking died. Hmm. Ta- you're talking like Great Depression type shit in Ireland. And these people ha- were fucking, they were starving and mm-hmm. they were going without medicines. Like it was, it was bad. Like wow. calling it the potato famine is like being like, I stubbed my toe when you actually put your hand like through a saw. So <laughs> <laughs> this isn't that yeah. bad. It's just a flesh wound. <laughs> okay. So yeah, so- the, the Irish fled and okay. that's why they came to America. And that's why like Irish, like the whole um, prejudice thing, like there's mm-hmm. a whole group of Irish immigrants that experienced that as well when they came here, because people in America, even though we came from somewhere else at the time, you're like, fuck you. You're not from America. We came and, here first. Right. And then, and then <laughs> the Irish gave us Halloween and we were like, all right, the Irish are okay. yeah we were like okay and i do know that like this is one of those things where like we we took from the europeans we started to dress up in costumes and go house to house asking for food or for money and that's kind of evolved into the Mm trick-or-treat tradition that we know now there was a whole tradition where young women believed that on halloween and only halloween they could divine the name or appearance of their future husband by doing like yarn tricks and apple pairings and mirrors i love i love that like you know they were burning witches back then but then they were doing shit like but maybe i can get my husband's future husband's name if i do this yarn like isn't that isn't that like borderline witchcraft i mean yes absolutely and weirdly enough you just say talking about witchcraft now it makes sense to why i think of where salem is Mm-hmm. And why Salem is such a hot spot for hot and why it's like fucking Halloween town, you know, that's because yeah. of Salem witches and, and whatever. And think about that, like Halloween came over and it was in those same like colonies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it just makes you think like, those are probably connected somehow with the, you know, the, the dead and Halloween and witches being prevalent in Salem. Like, I think that's a very interesting mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, I I think so, too. I know that in the late 1800s, there was a huge move in America to sort of get Halloween to be this, like, all-in-one, inclusive, community, neighborly sort of thing that was 
it was supposed to be about more than like ghosts and pranks and witchcraft and things like that. And so they wanted to make this a more family friendly sort of environment. And so that's where the Halloween party concept came from here. You know, they wanted to get rid of anything that was frightening or gross or scary from Halloween. The newspapers were urging families and community leaders at that time to be like, no, no, like, don't make it scary. And so Do you, Halloween, oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I totally have to interject real quick because this is mm-hmm. like new information to me. Can we talk about the fact that America has been doing the same shit over and over again <laughs> for like at least 200 years? Like, look, think about this. So Americans decide, even though Halloween's great and they like celebrating it as it is, especially because it's part of this tradition, they're like, no, no, we want the scary stuff out. And they take it all out and then it becomes what it is. But then what happens is that without all that scary stuff, it's not the same. So you have to have some kind of filler. And what filler comes in? Fucking big business to keep your attention and make you Mm -hmm. happy. So I want everybody to take like a real deep spiritual breath (laughs) and close your eyes and think about real quick. All right. Mm -hmm. America's great. We're super lucky to live here. Okay. It's cool and everything, but it seriously needs to stop. Yeah, you can't just you can't just like jank a report from someone who wrote it and put your name on it. Like that's not how it works. And rip out like three random pages and be like, it's original. Like you don't even know yeah. what pages I took out. And then, like, and then not only that, you're also playing it off as if it's good. You're saying that <laughs> I wrote this and it's good, and you're like, no, you destroyed what was already good to make it yours, and now this sucks. Give me back the original. <laughs> Stop taking mm-hmm, the fun mm-hmm. stuff away. Stop. Absolutely. And that's why in the 20s and the 30s, Halloween had become a secular but community-centered holiday. And so there was parades, there was town-wide Halloween parties with, like, featured entertainment. But then some vandalism started to take place, and they didn't really get rid of vandalism around these celebrations until, like, the 50s, where town leaders finally were, you know, putting their foots down and being like, no, like, stop it. And so... What we know as Halloween, you and I, is really going to be about the same Halloween from the 1950s. It hasn't really changed much. Um, Because of that, that 50s baby boom, all of the parties moved from town civic centers to like classrooms or in their house where you could do whatever the fuck you want. And so the Halloween that you and I know now is probably closest to the 1950s Halloween because it hasn't really changed that much since then. It hasn't really changed much since then. I was just in such deep thought listening to you as well <laughs> because think about they they make it more inside the home kind of thing, you know? The mm-hmm. 1950s is also when there was a huge fucking smallpox outbreak. So... Sorry, I'm in like conspiracy theory mode, but I'm like, did the fucking did people do that to like try to keep people inside because of smallpox, or did it just kind of happen naturally because so many people were already staying inside because of smallpox? Like, yeah, I'm I'm assuming because smallpox was at the early 1950s. I think this was just kind of, you know, this was kind of just where people ended up being, and because there were so many people who were doing yeah. Halloween now, it was one of those things where like. Maybe you don't want to hang out with every person from your freaking town on Halloween. Maybe you yeah. just want to hang out with your neighbors that you like. Towns and so, are probably getting bigger. That makes mm-hmm. sense. The population's getting larger. I'm learning. Look at me. 
I know. <laughs> I know. And I think, you know, with trick-or-treating, because like I said, it used to be like, give us food, give us money. <laughs> and then it, it, again, in this 50s time, you're going to see Halloween and trick-or-treating starts being more about um, the community to share in the Halloween celebration, but it doesn't have to be as lavish as it was before. Right. And so, yeah, I'll throw some freaking like Tootsie Rolls at you, whatever. Um, <laughs> here, take it, get off my doorstop. And so in theory, families could also prevent, remember I was talking about that vandalism and those tricks because when Halloween first came about, I think I would have loved it. It was about pranking and ghost stories and connecting with the dead like that's og halloween and so it's fucking cool man like i dig that yeah. it freaks me out a little bit but i dig it <laughs> so in the 50s they were just pussies and they were like no stop no more <laughs> no more tricking us no no more ghost stories and so this is how you could get around that because at home and with your family you don't have to worry about anyone playing tricks on you, hopefully. <laughs> um, you can just hang out and put a bowl of candy out and open the door. And so you mentioned capitalism, and this is where it started to get big. In the 30s, 40s, 50s is where Halloween just freaking took off. Right now, Americans alone, we spend an estimated $6 billion every freaking year on Halloween, which makes it our second largest commercial holiday right after, you guessed it, Christmas. And did you also know, I don't know the exact statistic, but it's it's about half or more of Candy's profits are made during the Halloween season. Like, yep. There is more fucking candy getting bought in, in the month of October than throughout the entire rest of the year combined. I love it. Like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. The thing is, I was one of, you know, I, you know, regardless, you know, we'll get to it. I was going to say what I did when I was a kid. But for me, Halloween was much more about the candy. It was like, I didn't really give a shit about getting the candy. Yeah. I, you know what, <laughs> when I was... <laughs> Are we talking about that now? Because I would love to get right into it. Sure, that. let's do it. <laughs> Halloween, I do love, I will say I love that Halloween is for kids because it's fucking awesome. I remember being a kid and I have so many good memories from Halloween. I lived in Florida at one point, so it was warm. I live in Michigan right now. Last year it fucking snowed and rained in the same night while we were trick-or-treating with my six-year-old. Yeah, it was fucking great. It was a night to fucking remember. So <laughs> when I was a kid, it was warm. Mm -hmm. and being able to dress up in like 85 degrees and have <laughs> i swear to god i would get whole fucking pillowcases of like i oh, wouldn't yeah. be able to eat it for a year i got yep. so much fucking candy <laughs> i feel like it's not like that now like the amount of candy that my kid gets it's not the same and the candies aren't as good it's not all the good candies that i remember it's no it's the cheap candies that come in the fucking variety packs like yeah i don't I want mean, those <laughs> for me trick-or-treating like halloween was like a month it was basically like christmas but with costumes for me um my my parents really were into halloween we used to enter halloween contests and we would decorate our home and we would help our neighbors like create a front yard like um attraction because we like it was like it was a big deal and so my dad would make a lot of my costumes and they were just the most ridiculous costumes i could think of and so i was for me like candy was secondary costumes were first but i feel like you used to get a lot more yeah. candy like yeah. 
Like, you'd have to take two pillowcases with you. I specifically remember <laughs> always having an extra pillowcase because I knew I was going to fucking need it. I don't know if it's the neighborhoods have changed or, like, what what could that even be? Did you did you always have that one that one neighbor who like you knew this neighbor gives out the best candy no. or like something else? No, nope, I never had that. Ugh. I Ugh. never ever had that. <laughs> so I lived on the same street as my high school science teacher, oh, that's and cool. <laughs> and he would give out fucking unsharpened pencils and erasers for Halloween. <laughs> Which I fucking hated. Yeah, he would be like, just so that you guys can't say when you come back to school that you don't have any pencils. And so his house sucked, so I would skip his house. But there was there was a lady, an older lady, who lived alone, as far as I could tell, bless her. And as I got older, I realized, like, this lady was, like, the creme de la creme of, like, Halloween. When I was a kid, she used to give us a dollar each, okay? One dollar. <laughs> Which is a huge deal when you're a kid and a stranger is just like, yep, I would just put this this money inside of your Halloween bucket. And so that was cool. When I got older and I took my niece and nephew trick-or-treating and I was like, we got to go to this lady's house, man. She gives out <laughs> she gives out dollars. And I get there and there is a line. There is a line for this lady's house. And I was like, what? And I start talking to some of the kids. And because I'm short, um, sometimes they think I'm a kid too. Because I'm I'm obviously dressed up. Like who takes who takes their niece and nephew trick or treating and doesn't dress up? I agree, you're a good aunt. So I'm going to the houses too, and I'm like, yeah, give me some candy. Um, and this kid in front of me is like, I heard this lady gives out five dollars, and I was like, what? What? Like for inflation? Like she gives out five dollars and like. Basically, it was a thing where these kids were like, you have to line up early because she only has so much money to give oh and if you're not God. in line. And I felt so bad. I was like, we got to get out of this line. Yeah. I was like, we we can't. Like, this lady's giving away her, like, retirement check or something. Like, I, I'm surprised she's even still here, honestly. Like, and so. I wonder if that's uh, a tax write-off. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, counting them. She's like, okay, so you're going to make it capitalism, then I'm going to play this game, too. Right? Why um, the fuck not? <laughs> Yeah, so for me, Halloween was all about the costumes, but like I knew, I I mean, I knew which houses had the Skittles and stuff. I I knew which houses had the good stuff. Yeah, I am unlucky enough to where that never, ever happened to me, but I also didn't really have to worry about it. I guess I'll say that I'm lucky because I remember getting, always getting good candy. Like oh. there was, I can't ever remember being, okay, bits of honey. If you give those out, fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you if you give those out. I hate no. those fucking things. I don't, no. Those are the only things I get like pissed off about. And how, I'm like, who who does that? Don't do Candy that. corn. That's uh, the thing I get pissed off. Don't give me candy corn on Halloween. Don't put that, like, don't put that shit in a kid's bag. You want to ruin Halloween as quick as possible. Fucking give me that waxy ass, like, weird texture flavored candy corn crap like you want to decorate your table with those fine you want to make a costume out of them sure like it's but don't you dare stick that little bitch in my halloween bag i know that this is this is often referred to as halloween's most contentious candy people either really love candy corn or they really hate candy corn 
well, I'm right in between because I don't hate what? it. I'm right in between. I don't hate it, but I also don't love it. Then you hate it. If you don't love it, you hate it. That's not it. Are no, you seeking because out- I still eat it. Like, if I get it, I'm like, all right. I'm not, like, pissed oh. off about it. I'm like, okay, candy corn, and I eat it. But I'm not like, okay, hooray, you don't candy seek it corn. Out. <laughs> no. So, so you hate it. No, I don't fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to hate it so badly. You want me to hate it. Real quick, Anyone who doesn't seek it out, you just hate it. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> While we're on the subject of Halloween candy, just because like I'm thinking about doing something on this on my channel for in a minute here, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So there was a thing going around that people were putting edibles, like they were giving. Oh them yeah, I, that's okay. That's lies. Yeah, it's a lie. Like if anyone's listening to this, it's a lie. Like if you have children. Because I know a lot of moms are like, oh, my God, I can't believe. No, nobody's doing that. Yeah. Nobody nobody is giving away their THC-infused products to your seven-year-old dressed up like a dinosaur. Okay. Oh, no. And if they are, it was a mistake. And you're going to be able to tell that it's a fucking edible. It's going to have a little pot leaf on it. And you're going to go, oh, my kid. Because I'm not saying that, you know, Oh my god, you have to check your kid's candy. But you should, like, look it over and make sure there's nothing fucking weird in there. Because there are yeah. weirdos, like guys who give out fucking unsharpened pencils on Halloween. Fuck that guy. <laughs> okay? But in also, if you do find an edible in your trick-or-treat bag, uh, just be grateful. Be grateful. Yeah. Because somebody just gave you, like, a $30 thing. So... Eat that shit and be happy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's anti-Halloween propaganda. That's it like, is. oh, 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 there's going to be edibles. It's almost like anti-cannabis propaganda because I, it's just creating fear of like, oh my God, these fucking stoners and they're trying to get everybody stoned. No, dude, I don't give a shit if you smoke or eat or don't. I don't care because I'm yeah. chill because I smoke fucking weed. Why don't you try it? Like... <laughs> Yeah, People it's like, mm, I'm so annoyed right now. <laughs> I'm never going to accidentally be like, mm, am I giving a Jolly Jim away or a Jolly Rancher to this little bitch? Right. I'm going to know. Like, I'm gonna be like, whoa, that's 15 milligrams. Like, no, that stays yeah. with me, kid. And nobody's doing it on purpose because people who have that stuff are not going to give that away for one for free, two for children, because believe it or not, people who use marijuana are actually, you know, they can be intelligent and make logical decisions and safe yeah. decisions like yeah it just makes me feel that's what i mean about <laughs> the anti-marijuana thing where i'm like i feel like they're taking this to a cliche level of like we're a danger to fucking society because we can't keep track of our edibles <laughs> yeah the thing is it's one of those things where i'm not even like I don't even fuck around with the kids anymore on Halloween. Like I used to dress up and answer the door for them sometimes if I, if I wasn't at a party, but now I just started to put the bowl of candy out there and be like, take this shit. Like I'm not, trust yeah. me, I'm, I'm stoned right now in my house. I don't, <laughs> I can't give you candy. I have other candy. Um, so yeah, it's, it trust me. Like I'm not saying it never happens, but if it does, it may not be on purpose. And even if it, is like you should be checking your kids candy like you should be glancing through what they've gotten i don't know what halloween is going to be like this year in terms of trick-or-treating do you know what your what your area is doing i know what my area is doing i honestly i don't know and i never know like right up until a few days beforehand i think they're still doing like the community gatherings so they do stuff called like trunk or treat 
Oh. Um, where it's, it's, it's like you go into a parking lot and a bunch of people decorate their trunks. And then you oh. like go trick-or-treating in the parking lot. Oh, um, okay. I think Never. people are doing stuff like that. But for the most part, I don't think trick-or-treating's a thing this year, which kind of sucks. Because... Like, I have a wow. seven-year-old, and she's pretty fucking cool, and she's really looking forward to Halloween. And she's going to be Hermione Granger for nice. Halloween. And I'm so proud of her because we just finished reading the third book. Like, I'm so proud. I'm such a proud mama. Harry Potter mama. So excited. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'm pretty sure my partner was watching, has been watching all of them for the past two weeks. He um, should be because Harry Potter is a he's very Halloween-y type movie it is a million times like who cares they're great (laughs) well they're not good not compared to the books but they are okay i'll take i'll take the last two the last two and i'm good the last two were they did a really good job with the last two movies you haven't read the harry potter books i have attempted to read these books several times what happened but um i think i missed my time to like okay so to be fair, I don't read fantasy as it is, like, okay. in general. Um, and so when I was a kid and Harry Potter was out, it was actually banned in my school because I grew up in a pretty conservative area. Oh, and my so, God. And so, yeah, we had to, like, we had to, like, get a little petition going to get it in our school. And even then, they were like, you're only going to have three copies. That's it. And so a lot of people had to be on the waiting list for this book. Holy I, shit. Because of the witchcraft? Cause yeah, because of the witch crap. Yeah, it doesn't matter course. that it's fantasy and they're being like, this is made up, mm-hmm. this is not real. What, what words are they speaking? Uh, Latin witchcraft. Like, so. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't even like, if my time was to read Harry Potter when it came out, then that should have been the perfect thing for me. Like, ooh, it's banned and they don't want us, but it, I just never, like I, it never got into it. And so I saw the movies and I fell immediately in love with the movies. Like oh, really- good really love the movies and saw all of them. And then I was like, I'm going to try reading these bitches halfway through these movies. And I started reading them and I was like, Oh, I think I'm too big for these. I don't think my imagination works like this. And so, um, bummer, dude. but, but I've heard the books are like the movie and that they get better and better. So you're correct in that sense of they are similar to the movies in that sense of they get better and better as they go. But the movies don't have shit on the books. Like, yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I'm kind of, I'm not a, like a Harry Potter fanatic, but like I have an entire bookshelf behind me of Harry Potter shit. So mm. I'm not like psycho level, but I fucking love Harry Potter. Like it's, <laughs> so when you watch the movies, someone who hasn't read the books like yourself, you think they're great and you're like, wow, that was really good and entertaining for someone who's read the books multiple times and I'm now teaching my daughter to read the fucking books because I love them so much. <laughs> there is so much missing from the movies be- mm. because the books are so detailed and that's what makes them so good is that it really yeah. creates that image and you have this vivid picture of the characters and what they're going through and it's and as they evolve in the books it's amazing. I've cried more times reading Harry Potter than I have reading any other book series. Like because the way you connect with the characters over the course of the book, learning about, look at me just going balls deep into this. I told you I fucking <laughs> love Harry Potter, man. And, and no, it's Halloween you actually time. said, like, it's creepy. 
you actually said i'm not a fanatic about harry potter and then perceive i know to go on but it's cool this is what i love about harry potter fans i you know i live with a harry potter fan i have friends who are huge harry potter fans so much that they've named their dog after a harry potter character and so I have been around the people who do love Harry Potter. I know, like, trust me, I know I'm not getting the full birth of how good it is from the (laughs) movies. Um, I just can't get into book. But think, speaking of, like, Halloween-type movies, it's interesting that you consider um, Harry Potter a Halloween-type movie. I do. I'm so proud of your your man over there who's watching them. Like, good. Good is a good man. (laughs) So... (laughs) (laughs) pushing halloween forward as like a notion and a whole like you know like you were saying capitalism and commercialness um happened also with like movies and so classic halloween movies were becoming box office hits and in 1978 the og halloween movie the one directed by john carpenter was like just it was something that no one had ever really seen before if you if you were like me and you often get confused on which one is halloween and which one is not like this one is the one with mike myers people are like oh is he jason or is he like no halloween is mike myers get it freaking right. right um i love i love halloween movies i love scary movies what about you i fucking love scary movies i love horror movies i just did a fucking video on why horror movies make better date nights because they lead to sex because horror movies are fucking awesome. <laughs> so, <laughs> I totally agree. And on the Mike Myers thing, like it took me a couple years like to really <laughs> get into horror and, and see all of these movies because I'm pretty sheltered. I didn't see a lot of these until I was like in my late 20s. So oh. I just learned within the last six years like what this is all about oh no no i um my my sibling was a horror movie fanatic and so i grew up watching like freddy krueger was a real thing of like my actual nightmares like i was terrified of freddy krueger as a kid freddy krueger is terrifying the exorcist is what got me when i was a teenager uh, and i saw the original exorcist i was in a fucking basement in the dark like (laughs) I was I was so fucked up after that movie. I don't think I've ever watched it since. It fucked me up so bad. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I saw The Exorcist, but it didn't it didn't scare me. And because I'm in DC, we're by The Exorcist steps, so I see them more often than I than I care to admit. And it just never it never got to me. The thing that got to me about Freddy Krueger was I was a little kid who had trouble sleeping even like as an adult i still have trouble sleeping and it terrified me to know that the moment i was actually going to get to sleep this bitch was going to come in my dreams and get me that's pretty scary but i, I mean, was kind of it oh oh how about fucking what about chucky remember chucky oh i love chucky okay so here's the deal with chucky and me are you ready yeah i have never watched a chucky movie in my life what because because Okay, there's more coming. There's more coming. When I was a kid, I was, like, super scared to be by myself. So in the Mm. middle of the night when I'm, like, five, I would crawl into my parents' bedroom and I would sleep under their bed because I just wanted to be near somebody. Oh. So there's a whole backstory to that, but it's fine. So I would sleep (laughs) under their bed and I would wake up at, you know, four in the morning and HBO would be on the fucking TV. Oh, shit. And that was the first time I ever fucking saw Chucky. Was trapped under my parents' bed at four <laughs> in the morning with a you know a six foot 
blackout hallway to get back to my room. Yeah, so I've still to this day have not had the balls to watch that <laughs> any of the movies because I'm like, nope, scarred me for life when I was a kid. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. You need to take this back. Do not let Chucky get you. Chucky was basically <laughs> s- sassy, like what was it the elmo doll like chucky is a doll don't (laughs) let chucky take this from you like it's called child's play because at any moment in the story i'm not sure why people weren't like you know what let's just put him in a fucking amazon return box and send him back (laughs) um i love chucky because he's such a smart ass he just has that's why i like freddy cougar as well he had the lines the like the cheesy one-liners really got me um but I, I know you said you don't watch the Chucky movies, but the thing you should know is that eventually the Chucky movies lead to a movie where he gets a bride. I saw as I well. Have, yes, I've seen the like posters for that. The, yes, the bride, bride of Chucky, Chucky was amazing because it's Jennifer Tilly as the voice. <gasps> Ooh, I like yeah. Jennifer Tilly. And so it's one of those, it's, it's different than the other movies kind of because it's really funny and it often just, you know, makes fun of itself, which made it a really good, like horror movie because it was like, look, we know this is fucking ridiculous. We're two dolls. Um, They're making jokes about how do they have sex because they're dolls and things like that. So (laughs) um, yeah. So if you can stick through, you know, chucky being creepy because chucky was fucking creepy i had a cousin who had him as a doll and i'd be like nah that can't come into my room yeah, like dolls gosh. freak me out i don't think i like dolls in general like yeah yeah i'm good on all that like if my little girl <laughs> ever wanted like porcelain dolls i'd be like fuck that when you're 18 and move out you can have fucking porcelain dolls fuck you like, <laughs> that creepy shit is not sitting on a shelf in your fucking bedroom so it can watch me as i walk by with his dead eyes yeah yeah but less less scary halloween movies i gotta go with nightmare before christmas oh god i love it so much i also love the nightmare before christmas i i'm kind of tied with hocus pocus because they both have very nostalgic Mm. feelings Mm -hmm. for me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i agree so yeah but they're totally different movies so i guess they can tie for my favorites i guess <laughs> I like that the Nightmare for Christmas can be a Christmas or Halloween movie. That's what I love. I agree as well. I because like, who doesn't want Halloween on Christmas? Like that's that's, that's the perfect holiday. That is. <laughs> That is. The thing is, I make sure to only watch Nightmare for Christmas one time a year. I don't overdo it. It's like some really rich dessert. I can have it once a year and I need to savor it and respect it. A few Halloweens ago, I want to say like four or five Halloweens ago, I dressed up as um, Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas and someone else dressed up as Jack. And so that was, um, I've been wanting to do that for forever. So once I did it, I was like, yes. Um, I'm jealous because I wanted to do that. And I wanted to dress up like the Sanderson sisters. Oh, yeah, me too. You got to do that in like a trio. Yeah, and I have a couple girlfriends that could totally do it with me, but I have to be, I demand to be the blonde because <laughs> I have, I have said my whole life, and I just love it. I'm like, I just want to be able to say that all night. Like, <laughs> yeah, just jump on concrete and, <laughs> and you do know that that's Sarah. Sarah Jessica Parker. Parker, yeah, yes, from Sex and the City, which is crazy that that's what she ended up doing. Like, 
How do you make the move from Hocus Pocus to Sex in the City well, exactly? I don't think about um, Thackeray, Binks. Uh-huh. So the voice for him, he was actually, he's the dude on, oh, what's that fucking show? It's on NBC, NCIS. Mm-hmm. I think it's NCIS. And he was the dude in NCIS. I don't, I don't know. I always fucking name, though. I feel bad. But yeah, he what? went from Hocus Pocus <laughs> to like solving, like being a cop and solving crimes and stuff, which is weird Did- to see. Did he? Yeah. So like I should oh. I should just fucking Google it right now and like see what his <laughs> fucking name is. I'm doing it because we gotta find this out. I'm pretty sure I know who played Thackeray Banks, but I wanna make sure before I say it wrong because Sean Murray. Oh, okay. okay. So he played Timothy on NCIS. Okay, I don't watch NCIS, but I'm glad that he so. still has work. Um, yeah, he's like old now and shit. <laughs> he makes yeah. me feel old. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what happens with time. It really carries on. <laughs> and it kicks you in the face sometimes. You look back and you're like, that was 25 years ago. Motherfucker. <laughs> you know who makes me feel like that is... Eminem's daughter because he used to always talk about Haley 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 and all the songs and so when I realized that she was like 18 or 19 or something like that <laughs> um like a couple years ago I was like oh my god like <laughs> oh my god I'm so freaking old like yeah. that little girl is now like no I don't think this is gonna work for me um <laughs> So I, I totally, I totally get, but yes, those are, these are all good Halloween movies. And I love that. Like you can, you can, that's the thing with Halloween movies. They run the gamut. They can be silly. They can be scary. They can be funny. They can be just like over the top, like campy. They can be super serious, psychological. Like I love it. Like Halloween, you're just like, oh, so, so many places it can go. I agree. I love Halloween. I decorated for Halloween the day before October. Like, <laughs> I was like, tomorrow's October 1st. I'm fucking doing it. And actually, right now, I'm like tucked in my office and I have my laptop and my mic set up on <laughs> my Halloween tote, actually. So I am nice. literally surrounded by Halloween decorations. Just You're so Halloweened out. I am. I love Halloween. I really do. I wish that I got to participate, it, participate in it more. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it never works out that way. And now I have a kid. So like, it's really all about her. So, sure. Wink, wink. It, well, because <laughs> I can't, I can't be like, come on, Claire, let's watch fucking Friday. <laughs> Even though you're cool in the morning. <laughs> like, I, can't, so I have to tone down, I have to tone down the gory, the scary that I like about Halloween. Oh yeah. My parents were never like that. They were like, Oh, you want to watch this super scary thing? fine it'll teach you a lesson but the only lesson it taught me was like yeah i really like fucking horror movies like give me more blood and gore um i went through a period there of every costume being a zombie i was like a zombie cheerleader a zombie hobo a zombie like (laughs) i I was a zombie hobo i was a zombie hobo that's amazing my favorite movie of all time please don't judge me is Shaun of the dead Oh, I love Shaun of the Dead. It takes, I'm literally wearing a Shaun of the Dead hoodie right now. It's my favorite fucking hoodie. Nice. I can quote that movie from beginning to end. Don't make me do it. We're like in (laughs) Harry Potter territory with Shaun of the Dead. All right. I have figurines behind me as well. So 
I love that you were just talking about how Halloween can like encompass all of those things. And Shaun of the Dead is that movie for me yes. for Halloween time because it's funny, but it's also kind of scary. It's kind of like. heartfelt, and then it's got some raunchy shit. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they all have accents. And the funniest, I think, the way that people like in the UK phrase things is so fucking funny. Oh, he's got an arm <laughs> off. Like the way that they speak, I'm just like, yes, that's the perfect way to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I talk to my husband sometimes and I will say like, Hey, is it cold out? And he'll say, well, it's not warm. And <laughs> I'm like, uh, and like anytime I try to correct him, he's like, Hey, we're English. We invented it. I'm like, yeah, but we're Americans and we took it. So it's ours now. Like we have this argument all the freaking time, but yeah, um, I, yeah, (laughs) Halloween is just always, always, always going to have a very, very special place in my heart. And I do think that if you're going to go out this year, if you're going to do some Halloween stuff, you can be safe. Okay. You can stay six freaking feet away. You can do an idea like what Crystal was saying, like a, what was it? A trunk and treat? A uh, trunk or treat. Yeah. So okay, yeah. get a bunch of people together, get your cars together, decorate them cool and mm-hmm. just park far enough apart so that way you can have like a little loop of kids. Yeah. Sit outside, decorate some pumpkins with everyone who's in your household or others at a distance. Um, you can do like an outdoor scavenger hunt, Halloween scavenger hunt, which I've been seeing online you can do virtual costume parties or contests which i think is what we're doing this year you can do halloween movie nights with you know people in your household or maybe like a friend of yours or another family so you guys can talk about it you can you can really have halloween and still be safe i feel like you can and depending on what state you live in and what kind of restrictions you have like where i live they are throwing things like there are things happening at bars or places around town where they're doing gatherings but everybody's kind of keeping to their own little clicks mm-hmm. of where they're going so you can absolutely still go out and be safe and have a good time and have this Halloween not be as fucked up as we all probably think it's gonna be <laughs> yeah that's my main thing is I'm very I'm very scared that like Halloween is gonna get canceled because 2020 yeah. but don't let 2020 take this from you you can still do halloween you just gotta be safe about it i think right yeah cautiously cautiously optimistic about the situation don't let it get you down but also still be fucking careful like don't let your guard down with it you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and everyone knows you know i know kids know everyone knows that things are going to be a little bit different this halloween but everyone seems to just be rolling with it you know think of cool ways to incorporate like your mask or anything else into into costumes i'm sure Mm -hmm. pinterest has tons of boards devoted to that i just don't get on pinterest anymore but it's really important that we we follow a good example we set a good example and we embrace whatever app you know adaptations that need to happen right now to lower our risks for halloween so that we can still enjoy this modified halloween even in the middle of the pandemic i agree 100 percent. super super need this to happen (laughs) <laughs> Nat's gonna freak out if you guys don't follow the fucking rules okay just follow the, just follow them just follow them just follow the freaking rules you know what's really gonna make me freak out munchie of the week 
Yes. <laughs> that was a very aggressive air punching I did there. <laughs> I, mean, I know. Yours is much <laughs> higher than mine. Uh, uh. So today. So what do you got? Munchie of the week today is, <laughs> I said it earlier, I was like, my Munchie of the week's lame. But uh, they're good and I like them. So this week we've got cheddar cheese Pringles. Ooh. So I've already eaten half a can of these. And that's, <laughs> okay. and that's an issue, but it's all right. <laughs> so tastiness is definitely getting two thumbs up? I believe so. Yeah. yeah, tastiness, probably two thumbs up. <laughs> I like that you're like, just probably because one's actually inside of this can. Um, yeah, you have to like pull the claw move. Once it's halfway down, you got to shimmy a little bit. <laughs> well, I don't know if you knew this, but there was an uproar with Pringles. Um, and when they changed their their can, because they made the opening a little bit smaller, oh. people were pissed about it. <laughs> Um, last year and they were like what the hell you've changed i used to be able to fit my whole hand inside and now my hand can't fit inside what happened and so like um now pringles has had to go back and do some stuff and i know recently they were uh, people were getting upset at them because they were calling them like a recycling villain um oh yeah i did hear about that a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. so like i love like i, I love pringles um <laughs> But, like, I don't get crazy with the flavors. I stick to just freaking original. And sometimes I get, if you've had that tortilla one before, I get that one. I have not had that one. I've had the, the only other one I kind of like is the sour cream and onion. The oh, yeah. Onion, they're, like, too, it's too much. Too flavor. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. So what are you, what are you giving this in terms of your ease of eating while you are stoned? Um, I'm only going to give it one thumb. Oh. Because <laughs> when you eat chips, you tend to, you crunch. And when you're stoned, you might uh -huh. crunch a little, you know, quickly because you're hungry. <laughs> so that's you me. You might out. <laughs> yeah. I'm just numb, numb, numbing <laughs> away. And then it breaks in half and it stabs the roof of my mouth. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. I got Hazardous. a war zone going on in the top. I told you I ate half this fucking can already. So the top of my <laughs> mouth is wrecked right now. <laughs> So ease, ease of eating super easy to like hold and bite and whatever, but you know, the whole chewing process, mm -hmm. I don't know, only one thumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about the size of, of this munchie? Everyone's had a classic, you know, Pringles chip. What do you think about Pringles chip size? I think they're a good size. I don't think I always, I like that they're all intact. I love that, that it's like one solid chip. Mm. I, I like that they're all intact, too. I feel like if Pringles could make them just a little bit smaller, they would fit in your mouth more easily. I'm going to have to agree with you there. Like, just but, a tiny bit. But it would, like, fuck up. I wish that we had a video right now because my tongue, this is going to be weird. We're getting personal, guys. My tongue... <laughs> For me, my tongue is very thick. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> my, my teeth, like, make little imprints on my tongue, like my back mm -hmm. molars, because my tongue is so thick and takes up so much of my mouth. But Pringles <laughs> are the most fun snack to eat for me because my whole back of my tongue can just, like, oh. sit on half of the Pringle and I can just, like, lick the flavor off and it's so good. <laughs> and I hit the whole Pringle and it's just this perfect 
like OCD thing. It's wonderful. Nice. <laughs> I like it. And for anyone listening, fun fact about Pringles, there's about a hundred of them in every can, like those big cans, the cans, the regular one. You should have about a hundred chips. So I have 30. <laughs> what <laughs> Give or take. Give or take. Okay. So overall, this munchie gets two thumbs, one thumb. I feel like I'm only going to give it one thumb because even though they're kind of easy to eat and they're not very messy, it's not like the most fun thing to eat. And I feel like if you're mm. going to munch, it should be a little more fun. It should be more fun. I like that they're orange though. Very, very seasonal. So I know, right? <laughs> I did that. We've got purpose. the cheddar pringle chips. <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> let's answer nika's stoner question of the day which i i loved nika writes in and asks what is the most 2020 costume that you guys could wear this year that's, that's a good question <laughs> i know what it is like i know what i do but like there's gonna be too many people doing it so i almost don't want to do it okay you tell me <laughs> i feel like there's going to be a lot of Carol Baskins this year. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. I feel like Carol Baskin should have been smarter and made a Halloween costume of herself and then sold it. And for anyone listening, this is a Tiger King reference. If you haven't watched it, pause this podcast, go watch Tiger King, come back, freak out about how crazy it is, and then finish listening to the last few minutes of this. <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong because I avoided Tiger King for quite a while a couple months oh, i avoided fuck it no. and then i sat down and i started watching it and i was like holy fuck this is amazing how how did you how did they get all of this on camera and like it was this weird yep. thing that happened and it just happened yeah. to be and i'm like no fucking way it was good go fucking watch it seriously <laughs> so i feel like that is going to be the most 2020 costume i could wear am i going to actually dress up as that probably not because i really like original costumes yeah. but i'm very excited to see all the carol baskins this year for halloween what about you what's the most 2020 costume you could dress up as honestly i feel like I feel like a plague doctor from the 20s would be pretty spot on about now. And I've already seen a couple of them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not saying that it's not a good costume. It's a really good costume. I think the plague doctor mask is fucking awesome. It's very cool. But I think there's it's going to be like an overwhelming amount of people have bought one recently. (laughs) I know there was someone in Florida when this when the pandemic started who was just hanging out on the beach I think it was Florida. Maybe not. But someone was dressed as the plague doctor, maybe overseas. And they were like, you're scaring people in this park. You need to leave. And I was like, well, the pandemic is scaring me. So it's fucking awesome. I want to be that person's friend. <laughs> I like I like that, that that that's enough. You can just be kicked out of somewhere because you're scaring people. It's like you're you're fucking scaring people in this park. <laughs> go That's away it's so funny like because it's, it's meant to be you're doing it to be funny but to also like freak people out a little bit and mm-hmm. people like me i would be the one that walks up to you to be like dude can i get a picture with you please like, <laughs> don't say anything me. don't ruin it <laughs> everybody else is freaking out and i'm like i know him i know him <laughs> 
that's my friend um i think that's a great that's a great costume for 2020 um and it's it's safe like it's it's fucking safe i don't know if those plague doctors actually got the plague but there there was something there was like breathing things that's why it looks like a bird because of the way that it's mm. it's made is that oh yeah the beep out of it yeah like that's where the air came in and out so there was like a filter from the fucking 1920s how good that's gonna do i don't know but yeah. well i know the the whole thing with those masks is before doctors really understood germs they thought that the black death was transmitted by bad smells and so <laughs> that's why the hollowed beak of the plague doctor mask has like it was it was so they didn't have to hold flowers near their noses um when they were like working with people because that's what you used to do you used to just carry fucking flowers it's so funny old Again, for the, I don't even know how many episodes now I've brought this up, <laughs> but of just the medicine back in the day and my oh, favorite yeah. line of, you've got ghost in your blood, so do some coke about it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just what it makes me think of with those plague doctor masks. So it'll solve it. <laughs> I hope I see a bunch out on Halloween because they are, they're fucking cool. And there's yeah. so many different kinds too. Like they all don't look the same, you know? No. Yeah, they're very unique. You can get very fashionable with your with your Plague Doctor mask. I, uh, mask. I know that there's someone Etsy. I saw someone I was actually looking for mask at the beginning of the pandemic and I saw them. So like I know they're out there. <laughs> I know they're out there. They are. Okay. Well, I mean, this has been a great episode, Crystal. We've talked about Halloween. We've talked about how Americans stole Halloween. We've talked about our favorite <laughs> candies and least favorite candies. We've talked about being little trick-or-treaters ourselves and Halloween movies. And now we've answered Nika's stoner question of the day. Nika, you will be receiving a week's supply of cheddar Pringles. And according to Crystal, this seems like it's going to be two canisters so you'll be receiving two canisters and i feel like that'll help get you through the through the week careful when you do nika <laughs> uh, crystal where can everyone find you on the web if they're listening terribly embarrassing because i just shoved that whole pringle in my mouth that i was holding <laughs> yes I told you my tongue's like extra big, so I just whopped that whole thing right on there, took it in my mouth like a fucking frog <laughs> grabbing a fly. God damn. Anyway, so you can find me anywhere on the internet, Instagram, Facebook, mostly YouTube, uh, where I post my videos, and you can look me up at High Quality Crystal, and it's hard to miss me because I have purple hair. <laughs> yep, and we will put some links in here for you guys to go check out Crystal's youtube channel funny stuff there, updated pretty regularly once a week so hop in there like some videos subscribe do all that fun stuff if you want to reach out to us to get your question picked for stoner question of the day you can send us a message we're on instagram at stone and social or you can get into our gmail at stone and social at gmail.com we love your questions we love your pictures of weed send us all of the stuff we love all of the stuff but all no yeah if you have a cool halloween costume send it to us we might be running a halloween costume contest we will see yeah send me your plague doctor mask too i want to see yeah. how many of them are out there yeah we, we want to see that stuff and so uh we will we will catch you guys next week i suppose i don't think we have anything else to say i don't think so happy spooky season
yeah, uh, get out there, stay safe, and remember, namaste stoned. Thank you.